Welcome to Food Fight, the food podcast, where we debate food topics despite having no real culinary knowledge, yet we still defend our uneducated opinions to the death. I'm your host, Kirk Pinchon. I'm your other host, Lindsay Gentile. And each week, we take one single food theme and dissect it, discuss it, and debate it within an inch of its life. We offer no answers, no solutions to these food dilemmas, only more chaos. Hola, Lindsay. Hola, ¿cómo estás? ¿Está bien? ¿Está bien? I don't know. I took French. French. I took oh, French. I was going to say, you've lived in LA for so long. That no. pause was a, lo- a long pause. I actually, being there, remembered more Spanish than I thought yeah. I would know. But I took Spanish in high school. And I was like, wow, it kind of like, I get nervous speaking it, so I mm-hmm. can't. Like, I freeze up and I don't speak it. Yeah. But I can understand a lot of it. And then I can, like, look at Bradley and be like, they said this. Do you know what Uh-oh. I mean? Yeah. No, no. That's good. For those of you who've forgotten or don't know, Lindsay was on a pre... You're, it was you're coming Bradley's back- bachelor it- party. I was calling it Bradley's bachelor party. Wait. We were calling it a pre-honeymoon. I was calling it a bachelor party because Bradley didn't do anything for a bachelor party. So I was like, well, you have to do something. So this was you and Bradley alone in Mexico on Bradley's bachelor party. Yeah, that's what I was calling it. Okay, great. You got him laid, right? Well, I tried, you know. <laughs> he was being a good boy. He's like, I shouldn't. It's my he was bachelor like, I really party. Shouldn't. It's yeah. not like what stays in Mexico doesn't always stay in Mexico. I'm like, all right. I tried. Like, I tried. And you're like, What's the big deal, dude? She's never gonna know. She's never gonna know. Just never do it. Know. Just yeah. live your life. No. Yeah, so it was really lovely. Three best things you ate. Oh my god. We ate this thing. I don't remember the name of it. That's you okay. Know, like the, you know those stone bowls that you can have like guacamole in? hmm So it was that with like a bubbly stew with cheese Ooh. and oh, meat shit. and shrimp and cactus. Wow. And it was unbelievable. So that was one. Did the stone bowl make it even better? It just was like... You know how fajitas come out sizzling and it's like, ooh. Yeah. This came out like bubbling and it didn't stop for a while. And it was very, <laughs> it was very fancy. Nice. It was, this place was so good. And then we also had um, the agua chile, which Bradley had never had before. And so I introduced him to that and he was like obsessed. It was so good. Because mm-hmm. nice. seafood was just so good. Yeah. And then we had at this one place that looked like a little touristy, but it was like where we were. So we went. Best fish tacos I ever had in my life. Oh, that's so funny because I always associate fish tacos as being, obviously it's Mexican, but it seemed to me almost like a San Diego thing. Like it's so part of that. But, oh, that's crazy. That's great. It was so good. So we had a lot of ceviche. We had a lot of um, tacos. We had a lot of chips and salsa, but just really, really good food. That's fucking great. That's great. Well, you yeah. were missed. You were missed by our listener email because we have a couple. I'm going to read two. Oh my god, I'm so excited because that weed episode was so fun to listen back and relive. We got a lot of email on it. I'm going to save even more for next week because we got several. Uh, but I'm going to start with Danny. Danny is uh, talking about the sausage episode. So this is about our sausage episode, which was before okay. the edible. Danny says, totally Team Kirk this week. Yes. When I say Team Kirk, though, I just mean I don't totally disagree with you. I'll Mm. I'll take that still. He says, I will definitely eat a sausage on a normal hot dog bun, but I'm bitching about it the entire time with my mouth full. Agree. Sausage, it belongs on a fancy, but you're going to eat it and not say no, but you're going to be like, this is a little bullshit. It It should be a better bun. Okay. This is for you. P.S. Please tell Lindsay her dad is my spirit animal. <laughs> uh, I'll tell him. 
The shake off the table is one thing, but eating a sandwich off a deli floor is next level. Next level. Not just a deli floor. Cat's Deli in New York City where hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people come in and out of there every day. It's outrageous. Yeah. And we're not saying that that floor didn't get clean. We're saying it didn't get clean till late at night. So that had been hours that that thing was dirty. Yes. And come on. I mean, you're cleaning with like a dirty mop. Yeah, exactly. It's not really clean. You don't want to eat off any floor. But your dad don't give a fuck. And he didn't get sick. So he has, you know, he lives his life. He's right. So he did it right. And he is correct. All right. Edible time. This is from Amy, who's emailed us before. Hi, Kirk and Lindsay. My sides actually hurt from listening to the edibles episode. It might not have made sense, but I loved it. (laughs) It's about right. It was the perfect anecdote to my overdose on news, which I think might be sort of a non-weed version of the scaries. No, no, that's a a non-weed version of the scaries. Absolutely. She has a recommendation, which I want to do and don't want to do. She says, my very first edibles experience happened at Christmas time a few years ago. One of my best friends and I had some chocolate edibles and watched Rudolph. Highly recommend, pun intended, watching Rudolph High. It makes no fucking sense sober and less sense high, which makes it hilarious. I would do this, but I wonder if I'd freak the fuck out. No, I don't think you would. I think you would get maybe analytical, but I don't think you'd like freak out. I think you're right. I think I get so analytical that people be like, shut the fuck up. Just watch. You'd be trying to like figure out the storyline and like, it's not making sense to you and you need some explanation. And it's like, it doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. Exactly. That is correct. Uh, She closes with hang on to the sillies and chase the scaries away. Aw, thanks Amy. What was so fun? Like, listening back to it because i just listened i think yesterday so Mm -hmm. it's fresh in my mind we were there for three hours and they only heard an hour yes and what's so funny to me is somehow there was somewhat of a through line for the episode the way like the fact that we started it and stopped it in some sort of way that made sense is kind of phenomenal to me yes but they missed like a full 10 minute stretch session where we were all stretching yes Yes. Yes. And all of us. They only, all of us. They only heard a little of you cat yeah. cowing, but like there was like a full three adults in a park, <laughs> full yes. on stretching, but like around cheese. Like yes. it wasn't like a workout. No. And at one point, Kelly and I stood up and did a whole dance to shake your sillies out. Yes. So yes. those were the two big things that the listeners missed that. I wish it was documented in the episode, but it wouldn't have made sense even if it was. Yes. And it would require another person documenting it because the fact that that podcast came off as it did is remarkable. Phenomenal. Remarkable. Yeah. I was 100% going, well, we might just be like, hey, last week you did a podcast, didn't work out. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't didn't know. No. Um, did anyone else write about the code word? I'm just curious. If anyone- no one has written about the code word yet. No. Huh. Hmm. Uh, that is interesting. Well, that we'll is see. Interesting. There's time yet. If you know the code word, tell us what the code word is, and you'll learn the amazing idea that we have to make millions <laughs> of dollars. We kind of already told them, but we're pretending like we did it. Yeah, that's of course we what- are. Sure, 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 sure. Okay. Things got lost in the shuffle, I'll admit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if, yes, if people want to know what the us. code is, yes. If you have a question or comment or want to tell us what the code word is from the edible episode, send it to us at <laughs> foodfightthepod at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air. Let's get into our food poll. Last week, I did a late night food uh, episode with our friend Kells. And Kells Bells. Kells Bells. And I asked everyone two parts. I'm going to ask you a second part in a sec, but I want to do the poll Mm. first. Uh, The go-to late night food, pizza, tacos, or ice cream. You voted. I voted tacos. That's typically what I personally do. I voted pizza, but I did go, God, I should vote tacos because I kind of like tacos more. But then I just went, you know what? It's probably pizza. 
I mean, it's the easiest. 48% pizza, 33% taco, 19% ice cream. Interesting. Yeah. I I it's closer than I thought. I thought I thought pizza was just gonna run away with it, but uh late night tacos, people dig. Pizza's easier it for is. most people. Yeah, that's what I do. Because we live in LA and there's food trucks everywhere. Like that's typically what I do here. But yes. If you can't really get like good tacos delivered. Yes. So if you're yeah. doing delivery, definitely pizza. If you're going for a run, if you live in LA, you're going to do tacos. Yeah. You'll like, find a taco stand somewhere on the street and you'll be yeah. way happy. One question about late night eating. I want to get your take on it. Kelly and I were in lock agreement that if you're eating healthy late at night, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, you're only eating healthy if you're like on a diet. Yes, or like your work schedule is late at night and you're like, well, my work schedule, I'm working late at night. I need to eat something. I'm going to eat healthy. But if you're out and about and we're saying you're a little tipsy and you're like, you know what? I'm going to no. have I'm going to have a salad. No, your pizza, your tacos, yes. your burger. Yes. Something greasy of grilled cheese goes We talked way. a lot about grilled cheese. That is so funny. So much because grilled usually cheese in talk. your house, like you just yeah. kind of figure out what you have, and grilled cheese is sometimes the only option, and yes. it's a great option. So, yeah, I think like I'm not coming home and eating a salad, but if I'm trying to be weight conscious, I will do like my fruit snack hack, but like that's not fun. That's why I and Kelly agreed then at that point, don't eat, just don't eat. If you're going to, if you're not going to eat, no, if you're not going to eat like a monster late at night, two in the morning, no, I'll just, I'll just go fucking, I'm going to bed. I'm not doing it. Go big or go home. Go big or go home. She said that you were a little bit like that. And that made me like you a little bit less. I'll eat it. If I'm really craving something sweet and all I have is like frozen fruit in the freezer, I'm not going to not eat it because it's not ice cream. I'm going to eat it. If I had ice cream, I'd eat it. No, I'm just going to bed. Nope. I'm like, that's it. it. Go big or go home. It's 100% fun or 0% fun. All right. I think I just described this podcast. Mm -hmm. I did. Uh, But you can look. (laughs) Sometimes I'm fun. I was fun at the edibles. You were fun at the edibles, but you were trying to control it too much. You were having a hard time, like, letting it go and, like, not trying to, like, monitor it. You know what I mean? That's really interesting. That is A, my personality, mm-hmm. and B, because we were doing a podcast. And I'm trying but to get I, a podcast done. I'm, no, it was like, I'm going to have a little more because I want to keep this this thing going. Like, I'm controlling and that's why I don't get really fucked up because mm-hmm. I have, I like to be in control. Mm-hmm. But I don't have the thing as much as you where it's like, well, if I have this much more, I can do this. And if I did it, that. Oh, that. Like, yes. That. Yes. That. No, that is fun. That's fun? For me, that's my fun. Oh. I like to just kind of like, I'm having this much because I'm controlling and this is the amount that mm-hmm. I know I can do. And then I just like let it go. Letting it go is... uh not, not a thing for me. Yeah. Oh, okay, let's let's just get to food because now I'm going to get into a whole thing about my personality and it's going to make me cry. Uh, we're talking ramen. Yes. Ramen about, today. Like, we're talking ramen. Have we talked ramen before? We haven't talked ramen. Haven't we talked ramen? Kind of not really. We talked about it on the soup episode. And right. then we talked about it on a college eating episode. But right. then we never really dug deep into a big bowl of ramen. So I was like, fuck it. Let's talk nothing about ramen for this whole time. Nothing but ramen, I should say. Uh, we're going to talk traditional ramen, and then we're going to talk instant ramen, because I think there's two definitive demarcations. Um, but let me ask you this. Sociological question. Hmm. When did ramen turn hipster? 
I don't know. Like, is that hipster everywhere, or did Silver Lake Ramen, like, make it a hipster thing in L.A.? Like, is it hipster everywhere? Well, I'm going to say big, maybe big city hipster. It was hipster before Silver Lake Ramen, um, which is really funny because there's now a Silver Lake Ramen in Burbank. Um, there is yeah just opened like a month ago and it's just like silver lake ramen but there's like like we've been to a lot of ramen places and when we first moved to la ann and i ramen was not granted this is a long time ago but ramen was not hipster it was just like a hard thing to find and we would drive to uh the west side to go get ramen because there was like one place and it was called Asahi Ramen. And that's really the only place you could really good go find it unless you went to Little Tokyo. But now it's like everywhere. Ramen. I think I figured it out. Oh, hit me with I think it. If it hadn't been a staple in like a drunk college young person's like instant ramen mm-hmm. life. I don't think it would be hipster, but I think because someone went, ooh, let's take that and make it popular in this like fancy way where all these Americans are used to eating it out of like cup of noodles, right? Yeah. They're like, now we're going to make it fancy and make it cool. And it became like this phenomenon in the U.S. out of it being like a trash thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I could see that. That makes sense because uh, a little history that I looked up, uh, ramen, according to the Yakoma Ramen Museum, ramen traveled from China to Japan in 1859. And they still have this in Japan today where they're just like, they're tiny little ramen shops. Like it's just a counter. And they're like- Next to subway stations or by these weird apartment buildings or sandwiched in between buildings. And you just sit there like crammed in, you take a bowl of ramen, you eat it and you get the fuck out. And that was like how ramen was for like a hundred years. And now in LA, and I think part of it is true, like uh, in, in America as well with, you know, the whole college thing of, I used to eat ramen as a college kid. I want to eat ramen cool now. And those two things came together. And now yeah. it's like, Hipster ramen as like, I used to eat it as a college kid. Now I eat it in the cool way, which is the ramen. Or like it's, it's more gourmet, you know, yes. like they, t- they took this trash thing and put a gourmet spin on it. And it's yeah. like, really people have been doing this since the 1800s, but there are still places in LA, like in little Tokyo and in New York, in like in my neighborhood in house mm. kitchen that are still hole in the wall. Oh yeah. Like go in and there's five seats and you get the fuck out when you're done. Yeah. So that is still a thing. Um, but it's definitely like a trendy thing yeah. here for sure. Definitely. And it's, I think it's easier to find now too. It's easier to find these ramen right. shops as opposed to just like having to search them out. Um, how important is ramen to you? Not the, this ramen, not the, not the instant ramen, which we'll talk later. I love ramen. Um, I'm not going to say that it's important to Mm -hmm. me because, like, I have very few things in my life that are important to me. It's really just me that's important. When I go, yes, when I go out to ramen, it feels really special. Yes. Okay. That's what I was looking for. I agree. We seek out ramen, we crave ramen. what is the most important part of ramen to you? So I'm going to break it down into three things. Is it the soup, the noodles, or the toppings? Oh. I think it's the soup. Interesting. I say it's, it's the, the noodles. Flavor. It's the flavor to me. Like... I don't ever, I don't think I've had ramen where I'm like, ooh, those noodles were bad. Like, I feel like a a good ramen, like, I'm going to go to a good ramen place and they're going to know their noodles, Mm -hmm. you know? And the toppings, like, I could have pretty basic toppings and it's still delicious. But if the soup flavor isn't good, it's not even worth it to me. Yeah, if it's bland, you're like, well, I could have done this. I could have just done this at home with ramen and instant ramen. Yeah, for me, that- go ahead. Oh, for but- me, though, there's, I've been to places, 
some places where you're like, the ramen breaks up and you're like, oh, this is not the best. Like if I'm going to a ramen shop, then that ramen's got to be fucking awesome. Like it needs to be really homemade and well-prepared and really finely done. Otherwise, fuck it. I'm just going to go home and go do ramen on my own for nothing. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had bad noodles at a ramen I've had a couple bad noodles. Uh, I've definitely had bland soup. And you're again, you're just like, fuck me. Why did I come here? That umami flavor is like, it tastes like nothing you've ever tasted yeah. before. Yeah. And that's what I want when I go there. Even though the soup is not like the noodles is fun. The toppings is yeah. the fun part. If the flavor of the base isn't there, like it's not, what is it? You know? Yeah. It's barely anything. Are you a slurper? Um, can you define slurper? <laughs> I'm going to define slurper as someone who makes loud noises when they eat their soup, either with the broth or slurping up the noodles. Oh, maybe half slurper. I'm not concerned about my being quiet. Yes. But I don't think I'm particularly loud. I'm here for the loud uh, because it's a sign that that, that you're enjoying the food. Are you a... I'm going to pick up the bowl at the end and drink a little bit of that remaining broth. Sure. I'm down for yeah, that. God damn you yeah, are. Yeah. yeah. You don't have if to I drink can, all I'm of usually it. Usually full. Yeah, yeah. I don't drink all of it, but I'd like a little bit of it for sure. Yeah. By then you're full. You're full. Of, you got a full belly of soup, full belly of ramen. You're like, you know what? Just let me get one more sip. Just let me throw down one yeah. more little sip and then I'm done. Ah, so good. So good. Well, let's get into some styles. There are different styles of soup ramen that I want to get into. Then we'll get into toppings and then we'll get into instant ramen. But uh, let me know if you know these styles. You might just know them either. If you don't know by name, you'll just be like, oh, I've I've had that. Um, Shoyu. Okay. What is that? Shoyu is the Japanese word for soy sauce and is the lighter style ramen, which can appear clear brown or dark and cloudy. Invented in 1910 at a ramen shop named named Rarikain in Tokyo's Asakusa neighborhood. Um, So basically, it's just the soy sauce version. I don't really know. It could be because you and I do this too. You're like ram when you're in a play, when you're getting these places uh, ramen in their ramen stores. It's going to be kind of whatever they give you. It's like what they're exactly. known for. They are known for a certain yeah. type, I guess. Um, okay, we'll go through all of these and then see where we where we land with some of these. Uh, shio or salt ramen is frequently made from chicken broth base, but can also be pork or seafood. This lighter body, lighter flavored ramen that's also lower in fat and oil is often clear in appearance and is the saltiest of the soup. I've never had this version. I've never had salt ramen. I haven't either. I haven't either, but I don't think I want it. I think I want something dark and thick. Yes. Unctuous. Yes. And I don't want the saltiest thing. Maybe it's already salty. Yeah, exactly. I don't need more. Um, miso, obviously. Miso ramen is flavored with a fermented soybean paste of the same name, which can be made from soybeans, rice, or miso and colored white or red. This umami-rich style of thicker and complex ramen originated in Japan's Hokkaido prefecture. Uh, everyone, yeah. Miso ramen, I'm here for miso ramen, but it's not my it's not my favorite ramen. I'm here for it too. It's really good. It's really good. I'm here for it. I like it better than the soy, uh, the shoyu. The shoyu soy sauce one is good. It just it just kind of tastes like soy sauce. It's not yeah. bad or anything, but it's just what it is. Here's the one. This is the one that I think everybody probably knows and loves. Um, tonkatsu. Tonkatsu is a vicious. No, it's not. It's viscous. Uh, Tonkatsu is a viscous, creamy, and complex ramen made from simmered pork bones. The bones break down and release collagen while cooking, meaning that tonkatsu can be so thick that it coats the back of the spoon. Uh, It's a rich broth with pork or chicken fat. Yeah, I want that. That's That's the one that I think they know. It's kind of creamy and milky. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. There is uh, also a subcategory of uh, tonkatsu called hakata ramen, 
which is uh, super milky white and is with thin, hard noodles and minimal toppings. I don't want that. I don't need that. I don't want, I don't want Hakata. I want tonkatsu, but tonkatsu is the one I think is the go-to one for most people. That's probably my go-to one as well. Now, Love it. I'm down for that. Can I interest you in some sukumen? Can you give me some more information? Dipping ramen? Have you ever had dipping ramen? Ooh, have I had dipping ramen? I don't think so. Field trip, taking you to dipping ramen. Sukumen. What is it? Ah, oh, sukumen is so good. Okay, it's it's a meal. It's heavy, but it is so good. Okay, sukumen uh, is basically... It's not a soup. It's the bowl of noodles. So you have the bowl of noodles. And then next to it is a bowl of the pork soup, but it's kind of thick. Right. It's almost stew-like. It's like coagulated. And uh, so it's two separate bowls. They're both rich. And the noodles are thicker and they're handmade and they're a little chewier. And what you wow. do is you take your chopsticks you pick up some of the ramen, the thick homemade ramen noodles, and then you just dip it in that thick, creamy pork sauce, and then you eat it, just the noodles. Wow, you don't eat this thick stuff. That sounds crazy, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm down to try it. It's one of those, like, you can't eat sukumen all the time. Like, yeah, I could eat ramen, like, once a week, easy. Because you got veggies, you got the broth, it's it's light enough. This one is like a fucking meal. It's like a steak. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, and typically it doesn't have as many, it doesn't really have any vegetables coming with it as all, but it's just take the noodles, dip it, eat it. And they'll come across if you're new and they'll be like, yeah, don't, don't eat the, don't eat the soup part because it's not really to be eaten. It's supposed to be dipped. And the the porky unctuousness kind of clings to the thick homemade, uh, mm. thick noodle. Oh, uh, it's, it's a party. It's a party in your wow. mouth. Wow. Yeah. I think we're going to, we're going to, and that's a Slurpee. That's a Slurpee slurp. You're slurping yeah. those. Do you have a little spoon that you can land them on or you just go right into the mouth? You can do both, but they do have the soup spoon. Yes. I like the, I like a soup spoon to assist me. The fact that you ask that means that you are classy. I like... My friend was growing up was more Italian than me. Mm-hmm. And I watched her once take a spoon and then twirl the the noodles mm-hmm. in the spoon and then eat it off the fork. But the spoon assisted her to get it perfectly like round yes. on the... And I was like... Oh my God. Like, why haven't we been doing this our, our whole lives? Mm-hmm. Like, this is, this is it. This is the answer. So I feel similarly about this spoon. It kind of like keeps it all together, keeps the sauce mm-hmm. on. It assists you and it just feels like a better option. It's a literal, literal helping hand. Do you do your pasta that way now with a, with a spoon? Sometimes. Yeah. I oh, like okay. it. Okay. Never yeah, do it. Not all the time, but I love it. I just spin it on the fork and I'm, I'm, that's how I, that's how I like to roll. Have you ever done it with the spoon? I have, and I find it's a pain in the ass. I don't, I don't, oh, I'm into it. I don't need it. I've, I feel like I've mastered the fork spin on its own. And that's kind of my, that's kind of my uh, purview. And I'm like, I don't need the spoon. It's just another uh, accessory I don't want in my life when I'm eating pasta. Mm, I like it. But I it's like, good. I it's, like a routine. You like a routine. So yes. Yeah, so for for ramen and even sukuman, you're always using the spoon for you. I'm into it. I'm yes. into it. I'm here for it. Okay. Uh, have you ever had soupless ramen? Hawat soupless ramen. I don't think so. Like I love a noodle dish without soup, but I'm not sure I've had that with ramen. It's typically, it's typically only offered at ramen places in the summer. And uh, it's called, oh boy, here we go. Hayashi Chuka. Oh, I think I got that. Hayashi Chuka. 
it's basically chilled ramen noodles with various toppings with like uh, meats and, and vegetables and stuff. And then you get either a soy sauce or a sesame sauce poured over it. So it's almost like a noodle salad. Sounds delicious, but I don't think I've ever had it. Highly recommend that in the summer days. A lot of places you won't find it any other time of year. They'll just be like, no, we're done. Can't have it. Come back in the summer. Wow. Yeah. They're not messing around. All right. So, shoyu, shio, miso, tonkatsu, sukumen, hiyashi, chuka. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess you. Okay. You're gonna say a hard pass on the shio, the salt ramen. Yes. You're going to. This is a tough one. I'm taking out sukumen because you haven't had it, but that's something that you're very interested in. Which one was that again? That's the dipping ramen. Yes. Okay, so it's a it's a it's a race between tonkatsu and miso. I'm going to say you go miso first. I think I've had more miso in my okay. life, um, but. Yeah, probably would go a little lighter with the miso. If you are at a ramen place and they're like, it's a it's a kind of a choose your own ramen. Choose the noodles, choose the toppings, choose the soup base. Do you choose tonkatsu or do you choose miso? What, what does your heart say? Is the tonkatsu the really thick one or is that the soy? The tonkatsu is the one that's uh, thick and, and creamy and looks kind of white. I think I would do the miso. Okay. Would you do miso over the soy? Yes. Okay. All right. I figured that would be right. Um, well, we're going to try sukumen one day. Uh, it is so good. It's crazy. And that's yeah. one of those where the noodles have, because it's all about the noodles. If those noodles aren't thick and chewy, then you're like, well, this, this is bullshit. I'm, I'm not eating this. Well, let's do it. Let's, let's do, after do it. After the wedding, when I can After the wedding, when I you want. Could, have whatever foods you want. We will do that. We have so many fucking places that we need to go. <laughs> I know. We should make you. a list. I know two. I think there might be three, actually. Um, there was a hot pot situation. Oh, there's hot pot. There's beef rolls. And now there's sukum and ramen. Okay. And it's very funny because those three things, if I was getting married, I'd be like, I'm not eating those now. Yeah, you can't eat that. No, you can't eat that now. No. I'd be like, save for after the wedding, we'll eat that. But even me, I'd be like, no, you can't eat that now. All right, noodles. So ramen noodles are thin wheat-based noodles made from wheat flour, salt water, and kansui, which is a form of alkaline water. Now, do you like thick or thin? I like thin for my ramen. Regular or firm? I like firm. I'm samesies. I think I'm thin and firm. Sorry, I said that. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Uh, uh, thin and firm is for me. Still not better how I'm saying this. Thick and regular, I'm saving. Thick, I'm saving for the sukumen. If I'm going to have sick, thick noodles, then I'm saving it for sukumen. Otherwise, I am, I am thin and otherwise, I'm thin and firm. <laughs> There's like, no way around it, Kirk. Uh, now, what is your preference when it comes to noodle to soup ratio? Look, the more noodles, the better. Yeah. Yeah. If there's not enough noodles, it's really sad. Yes. Yes. And there are places. Eat them all. Yes. They're, you're never leaving. You'll leave the broth. You're never leaving the, the noodles, ever. No, I've never left a noodle in my life. Ever. Story ever. of my life. Our new autobiography for Lindsay. I've never left a noodle in my I've life. I've never left a noodle in my life. I would never do that. If I would never. So, never. If someone was leaving a noodle, I'd be like, hey, you know, you, you should eat that. I'm going to eat it. Yeah. If you're not going to eat it, I will eat it. Don't worry about the broth. Leave the broth. But that noodle needs to be eaten. That's like eating all your vegetables as a kid. Eat all your noodles. Yeah, you got to eat your noodles. I'm actually getting angry thinking about that. Like someone being like, well, I'm full. Can you like, imagine? Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? 
That's the whole point of being here is eating the noodles. Is that noodle right there? Eat it. Yeah. Eat that. Fu- I know it's one, but eat it. Eat it. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you? What's wrong with you, you monster? But there is like, because there are places where like you'll get your bowl and you're like, hmm, skimped out on the noodles a little bit here, but you make it work. But sometimes with ramen, you're like, you go hard on the, you go hard on the noodles and then you're noodle free and you're like, fuck, I went too hard on the noodles. Now it's basically just soup. I pretty much go a little too fast, usually on the noodles. You get too excited. It's exciting. And I know you should ration it better. Like, you know, Kirk knows all about his rationing (laughs) from his potato famine days. But like, (laughs) I guess it's still in us to do that. But we just want to shove it in our mouths and eat all of it. The first two or three bites of a ramen dish it's it's way noodle heavy, like almost like all noodle. And you know you're like, fuck, I'm going too hard with the noodles in these first three rounds. I gotta I gotta ease up on the pedal, but you don't anyway. Right. And you're like, fuck, I do that all the time. Yeah. It's yeah. True. And here's what I'm not doing. I'm not adding extra noodles. I don't order extra noodles ever. I've never in my never. life ordered extra noodles, but like is that just because we feel shame? Like- yes. Yes. Wouldn't that be great to have extra noodles? Then it's like a vicious circle where you're like, here's extra noodles. And they're like, fuck, now I got more noodles, but now I have a little less soup. Well, am I going to order more soup than order more noodles? And then it's just, you know, seven circles of hell. Right. You're right. You're right. It's very stressful being me. Well, very stressful eating ramen. It is stressful eating ramen because you want it perfect. You want your ramen perfect. And if it's not perfect, then you're upset. At least for me. And you throw the ramen across the room and you storm out. That's right. Say, fuck this place. It's your fault, not mine. I'm perfect. You're not. And then you walk out. Then you go home and make some sad ramen going, fuck, I still want ramen. Yep. You did this to yourself. I did the uh, did this to myself. I own this. All right, toppings. Let's get into toppings. We'll do this as a yay or nay. Um, because I got a big old list. Um, and we'll just go through all of them. Give me yay or nay for these toppings. Chicken. Nay. God damn fucking shit! Are you serious? I don't get chicken with my ramen. Okay. I'm going to put a pin in that for a second. I'm going to move on. Pork. Yay. Okay. Tofu. Mm, Nay. Okay. Corn. Yay. Butter. Nay. Egg. I don't need that, but I don't judge that. So for me, it's nay, but I'm okay with other people getting that. We've had this discussion on our egg episode, and it still upsets me to this day. I always order it with an egg, and I just give it to whoever I'm with. I mean, I should just be applauding you for that. Because if you ordered it without the egg, I'd be like, you're you're awful. But at I least you're like- I would never do yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then respect. Bamboo shoots. Yay. Yay. Real quick. Bamboo shoots. Love them. Smell like feet to you? Little funky? Ooh, I never smelled them. They're a little funky and I love it. Weird. Okay, I'm going to smell them next time. I've never smelled them. Yeah, they they can be a little funky, but in a good way. Seaweed. Yay. Scallion. Yay. If it comes without scallion, do you care? Are you like, wait, you forgot to put my scallion? I care about that. Okay. Fair enough. Bean sprouts. So much yay. So many bean sprouts. I need so many bean sprouts. So many bean sprouts. Spinach. Yay. Okay. I mean, it's it's kind of an afterthought. Yeah, fair enough. Fish cake. Nay. <sighs> Garlic. Yay. Sesame seeds. Ooh, yay. Cabbage. I've never done that, but that sounds good. Yay. Okay. Yeah, it is good. Daikon radish. Total yay. 
Ear mushrooms. Those are funky too. A hundred percent. Yay. Goddamn right. Pickled ginger. Ooh, never had that, but sure. Why not? Okay. And does that chili oil? If you're not doing chili oil, you're not doing it right. Yes. Chili oil is mandatory. Times. Yeah. Yes. I'm guessing because you're spicy, you're throwing down a lot of chili oil on that. Not too much. Medium. Are you as you go? Okay. Are you doing it as you go or throwing it all in at first? Throwing in a little, seeing how it is, and then adding more if I need to. Okay. Sesame oil. Yay. Okay. Spam. Nay. God damn you. Uh, Last one, uh, furikake. What's that again? Furikake is a traditional Japanese condiment commonly used to garnish and flavor food items like rice. It can add a sweet and salty depth to your ramen broth. It's a blend of uh, dried fish, sesame seeds, sugar, salt, MSG, and small pieces of seaweed. It's like look- the little flakies. Flake, it's, the, it's the little flakies. Yes, the correct Yeah. Term. Yay. Okay. I'm into that. All right. We're going to create our perfect ramen bowl. But before we do that, so never chicken ramen. Always no, pork ramen. that's like getting chicken pho. It's like, what's wrong with you? I get chicken pho. Ugh. Why? Pork is so much better. I love pork. I love pork. I just, I like, I, I like the feeling of getting chicken. I don't even eat pork that often, but when I get ramen and I get pho, I've never not had pork. Okay. I get chicken. Uh, I will get pork as well. I love them both. They're both great. A lot of times here's, here's a free hack for ramen that, um, I've done and it's great. If you're like, you know what, I I need to eat a little lighter, but I still want flavor, get a veggie ramen, but say, I want veggie ramen, but I want the pork broth, not the veggie broth. I don't want ramen without some meat in it, though. Okay, that's fair enough. (sighs) All right, let's create. But I wouldn't, but on that note, I would never do a veggie broth on Veggie broth on ramen is trash unless you're doing it because you're vegetarian. It's, it's so bad, but I've gotten, I've gotten veggie ramen and then just been like, Hey, can you make it a pork or chicken broth? And it's, it's great. All right. Let's create your perfect traditional ramen bowl. You're going to choose your style. You're going to choose your noodle. You're going to choose your protein. And then you're going to choose five toppings. Okay. I'm going to do the miso. Yeah. The firm. Yeah. Thin and firm. Little thin and firm. Yeah. Noodles. And then I'm going to do pork. Yeah. And then my toppings are going to be seaweed, chili oil, Mm -hmm. mushrooms, corn. Wow. Well, there's, I can't remember the you other got, options. I know uh, I need bean sprouts in there, but I you, feel like I'm missing something that I uh, need. Uh, you got bamboo shoots, seaweed, bean sprouts, fish cake, spinach, sesame seeds, the ear mushrooms, pickled ginger, radish, furikake. Okay. So I'm going to do, I'm going to do seaweed. I'm going to do bean sprouts. Yeah. I'm going to do chili oil. I'm going to do the corn. Okay. And I'm going to do garlic. Ooh, okay. Okay. And I might get extra seaweed and take out the garlic and do two seaweeds. Oh, that's a respectable double up in on something. That can be done. Um, I'm going to do tonkatsu. I'd say pork, because, but I'm going to say chicken. Who am I kidding? If I'm going to talk through my heart, I'm getting tonkatsu, thin and firm noodles, chicken. Uh, I'm putting in, whew, I got to put chili oil. You can't not. So I'm putting chili oil, mm-hmm. egg, seaweed, bamboo shoots. Ah, shit. What did I say? Egg. Seaweed, bamboo shoots. I got two more. Bean sprouts, 
Uh, and chili oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't, I almost want to say chili oil is not a topping because you have to have it. You have to have it. You have to have it. You got to put a little in there. Yeah. You got to put something there. If not, you're doing, you're doing your ramen wrong. All right. I think that's respectful. I like yours. Yours is good. I'm not into your chicken. I'm not going to lie. I understand. I've never had chicken ramen and I don't want it. Chicken ramen's delicious. Have you ever had chicken pho? No, I don't get chicken pho. They're very, very good. That's all I'm saying. I'm a chicken guy. I like chicken. All right. Let's get into instant ramen, which isn't really instant ramen. Uh, It's instant noodles, but we all call it instant ramen, and that is fine. Here's what I've discovered. Instant noodles were invented in 1958 when Momofuku Ando discovered how to dehydrate noodles in his shed. Believe it or not, when instant noodles were first sold in Japan, they cost slightly more than fresh ramen and were considered a luxury product. That's unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. Instant noodles became cheap once Ando was able to mass produce them. Um, the only similarity between instant noodles and ramen is that they're both noodle soups. Um, so I guess technically we should call it instant noodles. And some of them say instant noodles. Some of them just say instant ramen. I don't give a shit. Um, obviously, traditional ramen is better. Sometimes instant ramen hits. I grew up eating cup of noodles and mm-hmm. I'm totally down for it. Yeah, totally down. I'm not going to ever trash instant ramen. It's one of those like, I need to eat something. Oh, instant ramen. I get everyone who eats instant ramen, like knows the assignment. They get it. They're like, yeah, I know what I'm eating. I'm not saying that this is freaking amazing and high end. I'm saying this is good and this is what I need now. And this is what I have available. Yeah. And as an adult with the kitchen, you don't have to just eat that. You can also dress it up and add things to it and make it even better. Yes. That's what I'm going to get into really quick. It's the, it's the Lindsay Gentile zhuzhin. You gotta zhuzh the noodles. I watched my ex do that and I was like, oh my God, like, why didn't I ever think of that? Like you just make it better. So <laughs> the one good thing about your ex is that he taught you how to zhuzh noodles. You weren't zhuzhing your noodles? No, I was just, I grew up eating it out of the little thing. You just mm-hmm. eat it out of the little thing. But when I realized that I can just use that as a base yes. and add to it, like it's a game changer. Yeah. you. And the thing is, you can add anything to instant noodles it doesn't matter you could literally throw hot dogs in there and you're like this is fine this totally works yeah yeah it just works any vegetable any protein almost any topping throw another egg in there all that but you gotta as an adult you gotta judge you gotta judge gotta judge you cannot not judge when you're talking instant ramen um all right you're not doing this, but I'm going to do it. Because now it's time for How's It Taste? How's It Taste? This is part of the show where we surprise each other with food based on the theme of today's show to see if we like it. Since today's episode is about Japanese food, that's what we'll be tasting. That we is really me. Lindsay's not married yet. Wedding hasn't happened. I <laughs> so can't eat anything can't eat fun. anything fun. She can't eat instant ramen. She can't go eat beef noodles with us. She can't go get traditional ramen. Oh my God, when it's done, it's like, what if we went on a food tour? We might need to do that. Just do a food tour where we're like, we're going to get a little bit here, a little bit here. Don't eat till the night. And then we'll just go blast it out. Ooh. Yeah, we might need to do that. I think that's a good idea. So- I'm going to get something. I am going to eat an instant ramen that I got from an Asian market this weekend that I've never tried. I don't know what it's going to be like, but after listening to what Lindsay has been saying, I think she's going to yell at me. So when we come back, I'm going to try some new ramen. Stay tuned. Okay, we're back. I don't know if this is going to be tasty, if it's going to be trash. 
Um, but what I do know is that when I opened up my uh, ramen bowl, it came with this, a little tiny fork. Oh my God, that's so cute. Look at that. It's a foldable fork. Whoop, boom. Now it's an actual fork. Wow, that is adorable. Like when I opened it up, I was like, why is there like a dehydrated onion in my ramen? Because it was folded over. And I was like, oh no, yeah. it's a fucking fork. That is so cute. Look at that. I brought chopsticks, but I might try it with the fork. So it's steeping right now. And what I got was, it's a brand called Kang Shi Fu. And I got artificial chicken flavored with mushroom ramen. Okay. I'm going to say something. Okay. In this instant ramen, the chicken flavoring, fine. Yes. I just wouldn't order chicken at a ramen restaurant. I understand that. That that makes a lot of sense. And I understand that. I find the chicken ramen, instant ramen to be the best. Like there's like a beef ramen that I'm always like, that flavoring yeah, kind of sucks. Yeah, I think chicken is safer in the instant situation. Yes. yes. There's also like veggie flavor, which is terrible. There's pork, which is pretty yeah. good. So in this instant ramen that I have, and it's steeping right now. I'll eat it a sec. I have three separate packets that I don't know what they are because okay. they aren't labeled at all. So I'm going to open okay. one and see if I'm going to put it in. I'm going to smell it first. So, oh, is that for cocky? Oh, dehydrated vegetables. Oh, cute. Okay. I should throw those in. Throw those uh, in. Throw those in. All right. So throwing those in. All right. Stir it up a little bit. You know what's always fun with uh, I enjoy with uh, instant ramen is that when you pour the water over it and it's still in that brick form or that uh, bowl form, you kind of got to like shred it. Yeah. I find that real fun. All right. Like the... The work of it all. The work of it all. Yeah. You got to put some effort into it. All right. Oh, this is the seasoning. Okay. This is the seasoning. I can feel it. Now, when you do instant ramen, let's smell it first. Oh, that smells very salty. I tend to not use the entire ramen packet because then it's just, to me, it gets a little too salty. I just used almost the entire thing. That was really bad. Do you use your entire ramen uh, packet for flavor? Yes, I do. Okay. And you don't find it too salty? I never really thought about not using the whole packet, to be okay. honest. All right. All right. I have a uh, recommendation for that. And then the last one, this is this red packet. I don't know what this is. It feels like it's liquidy, but I don't know what it is. Oh, oh, oh. No, it's not. I don't know what that is. Oh, what is that? It's, I don't really know how to say it without being like a monster. It's, it's like white viscous stuff. Ew. I think it might be chicken broth. Gross. Mushroom might be, might be mushroom broth. Oh, maybe it's the mushroom. It's not no. mushrooms, but it's like mushroom flavoring. That was disconcerting when I cut that open because it kind of gushed out. Ew. Woof. All right, let me get a napkin. All right. My special ramen is ready. All right, let's see it. All right, this is what it looks like. This is the, it's a huge bowl. Wow, that is a huge bowl. This is it's like three times the size of a regular like cup of noodles. Yeah, but they're calling this one serving. Wow, that's yeah. huge. So this is Kang Shi Fu artificial chicken flavor with mushroom. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to use the fork. Good luck to you. <laughs> Here we go. You know what? I don't want to use the fork. I'm better than that. I'm using the chopsticks. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I'm going to slurp it a little bit too. Okay, give us a slurp. Give a slurp. One second. Get that fork out of the way. Here we go. He's taking a really big bite. Yeah. 
Wow. That's oh, a sexy sure. Sam. Oh. What oh, is that? It's fine-ish. The noodles are pretty good. Oh, that's a slurp. Wow. The listeners are going to love this. Mm. Let me tell you something. Our listeners love nothing more than hear me slurp ramen on a mic. It's not bad. It's it's a little funky, and I think it's the mushroom. Like, you know how we talked about the ear mushroom? And so it's a little funky, which is fine when you have an actual mushroom. And I think it's funky because of the the mushroom. um, It's not sauce. I guess mushroom flavoring. Um, If I'm being, the noodles are actually pretty good. They're not bad. I'm like, oh, wow, these noodles, they don't suck. But if I'm yeah. going to be real honest, the best part of this whole thing is is the fork. Ah. <laughs> the fork is really the, the the selling point. Should I do one more slurp just to annoy people? I mean, if you need to. I feel like I need to. You. I mean, this cost a dollar eighty nine. Wow. Wow, he really is a slurper. I'm a slurper. You know what? This is a prime example of the soup base being not good. So a dollar eighty nine, are you gonna eat that whole thing or are you gonna what are you gonna do? I'm tossing it. Okay. Before you toss it, yeah. Let's go to what you eating, because it goes into my what you eating. Oh, I wonder if we have a similar one. That's great. Let's do it. Now it's time for what you eating. What you eating? We're going to close out the show as we do every show with a food recommendation, anything you're currently obsessing over or can recommend based on today's theme. Lindsay, hit me with your rack. I wonder if it's the same as mine. Don't toss it. Go online. There's so many fun recipes of what you could do with just the, you could throw away the soup, but keep the noodles. Oh, Okay. There's like fried rice, not rice, but like you could add an egg to it and vegetables. There's all these things on TikTok that you could look at. If you do like hashtag ramen recipes on TikTok, there's ones with ketchup that you would go like, ew, that's trash. But then if you follow these recipes, like they're actually really, really good. So don't waste the noodles. You said the noodles aren't so bad. Go online. There's some really fun recipes using just the noodles, and you could use it as another meal. I'm going to do that then. I'm going to drain this because the soup itself sucks. Yeah, uh, just yeah. use the noodles. I mean, drain it, use the noodles, and I might use the fork. So this one that I found um, does want you – oh, no. It, may, it has you make your own sauce. So – they do, they have like a garlic butter, um, soy sauce, egg, and then you could just season it the way you want to and add like vegetables and you basically saute it and fry it on in like a pan and it looks delicious. Delicious. That is perfect because that's very similar to what my rec is, which is, as we've learned, skip the ramen packet. When you're doing instant ramen, skip the whole packet and just season it yourself. And what we've done here is at home when we have ramen is ditch the packet and then just make, you can either, if you want to do like the soupless, you can do it that, or just keep the water that you've cooked it in and add soy sauce, rice vinegar, chili sauce, garlic powder, all that. And you're making your own soup base as opposed to this weird gelatinous mushroom thing that I was forced to put into this container. So I would say skip a ramen packet and then just make up your own uh, soup base or sauce if you're going soupless. Second rec, everyone, if you have it in your power, go try dipping ramen sukumen. It's an experience. It's really good. It's going to seem a little weird if you're a ramen fan and you're going to be like, wait a minute. So I don't drink this and I don't really 
I don't really use the broth. It's it's going to feel weird, but when you eat it, you're going to be like, oh my God, this is so good. That sounds great. I mean, would you just get fucking married so we can go eat? Uh, I am eating, but that's why when I have control, I'm like being really controlled because yes. I'm like going to Mexico, eating what I want. I'm going away for Labor Day weekend. I'm eating what I want. So like I'm having fun, but yes. now it's like go time. So it's like almost to the end of fun. Yes. So I just got to get through like the first week of October and then we can eat. Well, I think next week you can. I'm not going to say what we're doing next week, but next week I think you might be able to eat with us and not this ridiculous ramen that came with a fork. Well, you're going to judge that up and it's going to be delicious. I'm going to live my best life. That's our show. You can find Food Fight anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like our show, please subscribe, please share, please tell your friends, and please leave us a review. Whether you use Apple Podcasts to listen to us or you don't, but you do have an Apple ID and it's convenient for you to do so, please go give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you like even more food content, go ahead and follow our Instagram page, The Food Fight Pod, where we have food pics, videos, clips from the show, and all our food polls. And if you have a question, comment, or just want to tell us how wrong we are, send us an email at foodfightthepod at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air. Or you can hit up Lindsay on Instagram at Lindsay Gentile on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.